Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. And I am Cedius. And we're sans Perrin because he has the crud. And he doesn't want to give us the crud and we don't want the crud, so he's at home with his crud. Oh, yeah, we have a What? I have sick days. Terrible. I don't want to use mine for crud. The crud is terrible. I hate the crud. Oh, I just worked for me. You suck. <laughs> but anyway, we have a guest. We just let the guest say hi. Speak, guest. Hello. I'm Mona. Mona Montague. Good to be here. Yay! Yay! Yay. is going to get four going, and we are going to let Mona say... Does it smell like victory? Mm-hmm. What it is that uh, she does. Ah, oh, yes. I am a local burlesque performer in the Twin Cities, and I've been performing for about five years now. Six years, maybe. Uh, different venues across the city. Um used to perform at Ground Zero, Amsterdam, uh, a couple of weeks I'm performing, or in a week or so, performing at uh, Minneapolis Burlesque Festival, which is a huge event that attracts uh, international talent um, and uh, plenty of national talent to the Twin Cities. Groovy, groovy. And you've done things at Camp Bar too, right? Yes, yes I have. Okay. I think I caught it. One show there. I, I mostly caught her at Ground Zero. You know, camp is a funny story because I used to perform there with these Burlesco Rama, uh, and I stopped performing there regularly because their shows were on Wednesday and they were hard to go to. Uh, and I noticed once when I wasn't at a show that it was happening, someone took a picture of the photo that they had up before the show, and it was one of me. And so they're like, "Oh, you're here, and the show's not even happening." Uh, well, I work at my, my day job really close to camp. And a couple of weeks ago, actually, it's probably like a month, a month or two ago now, one of my friends is like, did you know that your picture is on camp's door? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Just a few, be- a, a few blocks away from my work where all of my colleagues walk past every day uh, because I'm, I'm not out as a burlesque performer at work. Uh, so I had to reach out to the producer of Bibi and get them to take my picture off the door. Excellent story. Well, then the question is... Da, 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 da. He's in charge of pacing. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But I, I had a question anyway. So uh, in, in, in terms of that, uh, I'm fairly sure Mona the Handle, right, is not your given name. No, it is so, not. So your work people wouldn't know the name anyway, right? So it, it's just your picture? Yeah, you it was just about? my picture. And, you know, honestly... Part of me is like, oh, when you're in full drag makeup, you look completely different anyway. But I've had people recognize okay. me in full drag makeup. Because I was going to say, the the you know the character that you are when, when you're doing burlesque is sufficiently different from the woman sitting across from me. That when you first walked into programming, I wasn't entirely sure it was you when you, yeah. when you walked in. I'm like, no one is supposed to be on ship. That's probably her. Yeah. Last and year, so, I wore uh, more interesting outfits that I think gave away that I was a burlesque performer, but this year I was going more casual during the day and attempting to just enjoy uh, panel observation and all of that. Well, it worked on me, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least the first. Right. Then I knew it was you, and then I'm like, oh, all right, awesome. But yeah, that was, that was the happy time for me, is uh, when I was putting together volunteers for programming for Convergence 2015... Uh, she was one of the people who volunteered, so I actually got to have a chance to sit and talk to you where I'd seen you perform before, we'd been introduced, mm-hmm. and we'd been Facebook friends for three, four years at this point, but we'd never really talked. Yeah. So it was, it was it was very nice to be able to have that chance to, to sit and talk, and that's kind of what's led to her being here. So. Yeah. It's always good to know more of the people behind the 
Facebook. I, I make a rule that I generally don't friend people I've not actually met. And sometimes it's only the met once, and I just want to keep them on my network because they seem like they're cool people and would maybe come out to the shows that I'm promoting for Fearless and what have you. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I really like to know people, so yeah. it was cool. Indeed. So, this episode of Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition... Dave wants to drink now. Oh, I see. ...is Scotch on the Cheap. And we, I, just poured the Akintoshin Classic. Which means they don't want to give out the age. Yeah, but that's kind of okay. That's, I mean, that's, that's 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 all right. It smells really good. I I've just I've just nosed it just a tiny bit, and uh, I had to I had to stop our guest from from prematurely drinking. It. Yeah, that's the, that's, oh, that's no. what that was, that, that's what that shh was because, as our regular listeners know, and in case this is your first time, we'll explain it to you. What we do is we nose and taste it neat. And then we nose and taste it wet, and with each set we talk about what we're getting out of it. And so jumping we don't right just to drink it. This is what I get for jumping around and listening to podcasts all yeah, the time. That's okay. It's my own damn fault. Uh, and then we rate it on a five point scale, which allows decimals, uh, one being a war crime, five being the best shit you've had in your mouth, and three being the absolute average. So you can rate it on general tastes in you know across the board you can rate it on just whiskeys you can rate it on just single malt scotches where you throw your numbers is entirely up to you uh dave and i have generally tried to keep it solely to the single malts that we've had because we had a wide enough uh, palette that we'd already i like to drink all, yeah yes uh that, that we decided to, to just keep it there and then eventually possibly with season four we might go back and start doing revisits of certain things that i know i want to rescore that dave knows he wants to rescore because now dave knows he wants to drink mm. yes also it's a reason to you know plow through the plethora of scotch that i have building up and guesting on other podcasts can only get rid of so many bottles so quickly there's a reason i am known as cds scotch bringer on the podcast circuit so mm-hmm. yes so what are you getting here dave uh, the first thing I notice is is vanilla. It's very heavy in the vanilla. Yes. And also, it's pale. actually, the first thing that I notice is that it's a very pale straw. Yeah. Color. So not likely to have much caramel to it, mm-hmm. which will make Dave happy. Yes. No caramel. He, he hates the caramel color, and because it. Well, they just throw. They'll just throw a ton of caramel color in there to make it darker, and then you just get that. I was like, oh, hey, look, it's butterscotch. That's true. Maybe a touch of honey with the vanilla. Maybe there's a floral too, maybe like a cherry blossom. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's, it's definitely some sort of flowering tree. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Not sure. Maybe an apple. I was waiting for you to go apple because there hasn't that. been apple in several weeks, and yeah. That's like an ap- apple blossom. Apple blossom. Yeah. Apple. That's. <clears throat> All right. Reset. Mm-hmm. I've, I've gone in too many times. <laughs> Reset for those of you who haven't listened to us before. We, we, we keep some coffee grounds in a, in a container. And uh, when your nose dies, uh, this is something we learned. Uh, Perrin went on a wine tasting thing, and he suggested to us that we keep some coffee grounds around. Because for whatever reason, it tends to reset your nose. And you can go back in and, and get things again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting much more than the vanilla, the honey, and the apple blossom. Definitely a sweet apple if we're going to be apple apple. I mean, we're talking Honeycrisp level sweet, but I'm gonna. I am just gonna stick with the with the floral. Right, now we can drink. <clears throat> okay. And and of course the unfair thing is I'm fairly certain everyone at this table has had the Akintoshin before. Um, whether or not Mona's had the classic, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know she mentioned she's had the Three Wood. 
Oh, I definitely have this. But it's perplexing. I mean, get the vanilla. Uh-huh. There's just not a lot else there. I mean, the, the, the floral is there, but it's just very overpowering. I don't get much of the floral in the palette. I'm definitely getting the vanilla. Slightest touch of the apple in the back. For me, the floral really, really takes the finish. It just, that's all I feel, is the floral and the finish. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I can see where you're getting on the finish. It's, uh, it's a fairly light body. Um, there's, there's not really too much to it. Not much to it. it. It's a lowland, and the lowlands are usually pretty good at being light. So it's yeah. really refreshing. Unless you do, you have anything that you want to add? Well, I felt like there was maybe a little bit of something else when I was letting it on the very back of my tongue. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put my finger on what it is, but maybe it's just. Well, keep it in your brain, and you'll, yeah, you'll yeah it's it. It, it, maybe it's a little bit of the of the maltiness of the barley. I could see. Because I, I, I specifically let it dance in the back this time before swallowing. And I'm, I'm just being just, just that hint of malty. Look at that malty. different flavor palette that gets picked Yeah, there, the there, there, there is something back there. And it, it's a little bit different on the finish, too, compared to what is there up front. Yeah. It's not unpleasant. I just, yeah, I'm having a hard time identifying it and calling it out as anything either. But it's, I mean, if you're familiar with the Akintoshin distillery at all, um, it's very much like in line with everything else. I mean, it, their distillery is pretty consistent in their flavor um, in the same way that, that Glenfiddich tastes like Glenfiddich and Glenmorangie tastes like Glenmorangie. For not having an age statement, this is, in all reality, very tasty. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would imagine it can't possibly have much younger than an eight in here, but that's <clears> just a guess. So now we add a little bit of water. You can add as much as you want or as little as you want. I like to take my, uh, my cap and pour the... The water into the cap, and That's then a nice way to do a dram. Yeah, since, since yeah. one of my cats decided to destroy the eyedropper we had, so <laughs> and I've been too lazy to go to Axman. Well, you know, it's all the way somewhere else. Yeah, it's like a block away from a lot of my stores. Well, I keep, just keep forgetting. It, 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 it's Dave doing extra work for the podcast, which you know that'll never happen. He goes out of his way to put in extra pauses, so I have to waste more time doing the post-production process. <laughs> That's what I do. It is what you do. You have no idea how much easier it was to edit the last episode. That's that's true. Were, I don't were you have on any, the last episode. The last two episodes. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. I was I was out of town during recording, so I was three hundred miles away and had a legitimate excuse. So there was far less Shatner for me to remove from the show. I totally do that. It's great fun. You'll hear it later. Oh, good. Does that increase as the scotch increases? No, it's just no. He, you know, it's a thing. If he hasn't irritated me in five seconds, he'll he'll throw it in there. And... Yeah, speaking of which, shut up, Dave. It's episode sixty. Five. I knew what I played it for the joke. See, I'm not a straight man every time. Usually, the nose is almost gone. The the, 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 the two of them pairing yeah, that here and really Dave cut down. tend to to be the ones who make all the wise cracks, and I willingly set them up to have these wisecracks because the running gags, they, they, they amuse Dave. Well, that's good. And Dave needs amusement. As long as someone is amused. Never me. Well, you cry yourself Man. to sleep at night, you'll be fine. Oh, I, got plenty of, I got plenty of scotch for that. I just pass it out. There you go. That's great. No, I really don't. But Yeah, it's it just kind of t- smells like alcohol now. It's still pretty it's sweet. It's kind of malty. Yeah. yeah, I got the vanilla and honey drop back a little bit of the maltiness. 
I lose most of the floral. Yeah. Well, the floral gets very muted. I mean, it's but... still there, but yeah, the nose just kind of dies. Yeah. All the little alcohol burn was there is gone. It was really smooth. Very smooth now. Very smooth. It's also tasteless. Barely. I'd say I get, I get some, some maltiness, and that's that's about it. Yeah, I get it's, I get virtually nothing on the palate, and the finish is all just a malt. Just a hint of burn on the mm-hmm. on the back of the, on the finish, but, yeah, I like smooth, but I also like flavor, so I'm torn. Well, this is forty percent out of the bottle, so. Yeah, you probably don't need but, to add a bunch of any. Probably meant to be drunk neat. I would think so. Maybe just a drop. And we all put in about a capful. I, I put in a, a touch more than I, I typically do. I had less so. remaining in mind than you did, so adding in as much water as I did was probably a mistake. I mean, it's not to say that it's unpleasant. It's just it's, it's unremarkable. Just yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Taken all of the oomph out of Akintosh. And Akintosh doesn't start with a lot of oomph, so it didn't have far to go. No, it is. It's a very light scotch. And I'm pretty sure this does mean we've done the four common expressions for the distillery, because we've done the classic, the 12 here, the triple wood, and the American oak now. So, What was your favorite? Um, because I've only had the three wood and the Well, the, the, the 12 year, when I first tasted it, and the finish had just a, a hint of what reminded me of gin, hmm. which was weird. Like juniper, or what was the um, flavor? I, I think just kind of a, a coniferousness to it. Um, it, was, it was the wood was not as oaky as you think. It you know starting with the uh, kind of aging in oak. Um, but when I took that to AON, um, I didn't get that. So I don't know if it was just that we hadn't had it first, and mm. so even palate cleansing as best as we can. There was still enough residual something that it, in combination with whatever was sitting on my palate, was enough to give it that flavor. Um, but I would say having had it straight um, and first at AON, uh, the 12 year is probably the one I would go to. The Triple Wood is the standard Akintoshin that a lot of my friends go to. Um, Porter, that's that's his right. favorite. Um, I didn't know that about him. No. Um, well, it's a favorite of the Akintoshans, whether it's his favorite in general, I doubt, because oh, I'm sure there's more expensive sure. things, but uh, of the Akintoshans, that's, that's the one he goes to. Um, the American oak was so-so. Uh, it, I'm pretty sure it was a virgin oak, and that always means it's a little rough. Um, but, yeah, the, I would say the classic is probably my number two. I, the triple wood, I find that the triple woods don't usually speak to me. Not, none of the ones that have done... Triple I, Woods. You haven't been super, super Yeah, the Lafroy Triple Wood is not my favorite either of the Lafroy's. And so mm-hmm. I think, I mean, one or two woods is sufficient. You go to three and then you're beginning to lose trying to do too much. And, and even then, some of the twos don't work for me because the, the Napo Castle I thought was much better than just the old Well, the, the, the Dolphin Double was, Wood is terrible even when you go to the 17 or 18 or Well, my, my opinion of Belvini is low to start with, so I have a bias there. I Belvini very recently that was excellent, and I don't normally like them. I have a bottle of Belvini that it everybody was, loves. It was maybe yes. a 15-year <laughs> that was cask aged. Yeah, he's got, he's got a 15-year single <laughs> cask, that single barrel yeah. that, was, that was really good, yeah. where the one maybe I bought was not then. good. Uh, no, this one, I think there are, it's 85... 
something, a, a, a yes. bottle, and it's just divine. Sure, sure, yeah. It is very caramely, though, in yeah. flavor. Yeah, that's a, that's a trademark of, of Belvine, too. All right, well, we're... Got bad news for you, you notes fans. Does the, the box have anything more? Because that one had a box. This one does have a box. It oh does have a box. Oh my god. I'll bet it doesn't amazing. have much more on it though. Oh god, this is great. This is fantastic. It's got everything that was on the back <laughs> and more stuff. And a pretentious reading brought to you by <clears throat> Dave. Product of Scotland. People here say Ak un tosh un. But what else? Well, what's a little pronunciation between friends? No other Scottish distillery insists on triple distilling every single drop, except those in the Highlands! <clears throat> this gives our lowland single malt scotch whiskey a complex, gentle flavor. We've crafted Ockentoshan on the banks of the River Clyde since 1823 in the shadow of the old Kilpatrick Hills between Glasgow and Loch Lomond. Ockentoshan Classic, triple distilled and matured slowly in a, solely in American bourbon casks. The result, a lowland single malt whiskey with the sweet aromas of vanilla, coconut, and the signature smooth... Delicate Akintoshan taste. So, yeah, our thing doesn't taste like anything except for it does not taste like coconut. Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah. No I don't buy the coconut. No. But yeah, otherwise it's, uh, it's fairly accurate. And it's like a Loman, not Loman, but however the hell you said it. I'm gonna hit you. Which one? It's like a Loman. Ah, whatever. I'm illegitimate, I can't read. Yeah, I know. I'm just correcting it because, you know, being pedantic at your ass is fun. Um, the only person who's left at the joke in like 15 years, by the way. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Easy audience you have tonight. I know, right? Yeah. Um, well, you gave me scotch. You set me up to laugh. No, I gave you scotch. He didn't do shit. He poured it. I picked it out. He opened a bottle. No, no, no. I picked it out. At the store. Oh, wait, no. You probably bought the I did. Store. I don't know you didn't. So true. Yeah, I all it. you did was pour. That's right. That's all that was done in front of her, so I did it all. That's true. I underappreciated this the show. I totally <laughs> underappreciated. Perception is hard. See, it's all about perception. <laughs> this, perception is, this is my problem. Reality. I've been my, my, forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a completely new concept that has been discussed recently. Yeah. See, this, this, this is the fact that since I have n- not a lot of personal presence because I've I've spent so many years trying to hide. So that people don't notice me, so that I can go amongst my business and, and get it done and not be accosted. It's working against me now. Because I become extroverted and it's fucking with me. And this is just it's not it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Alright, ratings. We already talked about ratings. Yeah, we 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 have talked about how to do the ratings. So yeah. now we need to actually do the ratings. So Dave. Um it's up. Yeah. I'm thinking God, I, I really want to say this is average, guys. It's it it really really wants to be. It's just boring. It doesn't do anything bad. There's absolutely no reason I should give it a low rating, but I think I'm gonna give it a two seven five because it really just it did it did okay. It just wasn't. If you hadn't done it wet, would you have been nicer to it? No. Okay. No, because it's it's again it wasn't offensive. It just wasn't. It just wasn't great. And, I mean, it wasn't even, like, like, it wanted to be average. It just wasn't quite average. See, I will take this over the Glenlivet or the Glenfiddich 12-year any day 
hands down. And so it's, it's a $10 cheaper bottle and perfectly acceptable. I, I think I, I can find a handle for 30, a Glenlivet for 35. I'm sure you'd be able to get a handle of this for as cheap. I mean, I'm talking a 175. I know what a handle is. All right. You're there. Why is that? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I agree. It's, it's, it's not exciting, um, but it is pretty decent neat. I, I would not add the water because it just it kills everything. You want to have a little bit of bite to your scotch. And the fact that we had you know, uh, the vanilla and the honey coming through on the palate before where you get virtually nothing on, on the wet, uh, I'm going to rate it primarily with the dry score. And I'm going to give it a 3-1. <clears throat> and now you. Well. You can, you, you, you can disagree with us all you want because that's your perfect. No, I don't disagree with a lot of things you've said. But it's possible my scale is a little different than yours. I guess I found it pretty middle of the road. Um, it didn't have a lot of the stronger flavor that I really like um, in the scotches that I drink on a regular basis. But it's certainly drinkable. Um, which sort of puts it squarely in the middle for me, like, like a 2.5. Well, okay, middle is 3, because 1 is the low and 5 is the high. Oh, so, you're so right, you're right. Well, yes. then I guess it's a 3. Okay. Yeah, I, we, would, I would give it a 0.5. No, I'm going, going below the score. Do what I want. All right. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, three, three. Damn, usually that's your move. Now she's doing it. <laughs> Did you talk about this before? Oh. We colluded. 3. We, we certainly could have if I... I don't know who she was before tonight. Watching you. Although I have seen you on stage. That's pretty common. It's a weird phenomenon before you're a performer, if you're not used to it. People that have met you, that, or have seen you. I feel like they've met you sometimes, and they'll come up and talk to you, and you're like, I don't know who you are, but you seem nice. Yeah, you do. And no, no, me. you understand it, but yes. it, it was new until <laughs> I started performing. Uh, I hadn't encountered that. Very strange. Yeah, I, will, I will say, since I got involved with Rocky Horror, the, the our shadow cast here, early enough in my socializing in the Twin Cities that I guess on that level I'm used to people who know me and I don't necessarily know them. Uh, the unfortunate thing was, in those early days, uh, my reputation would precede me. And it was not always in my favor. Sometimes it worked. Uh, sometimes it was good. Um, the, the the good aspect of the reputation was, I hear you go to the back rooms. I said, yes, yes I am. <laughs> So sometimes that'd be money. Other times it's like, I hear you flirt with anything that moves. And I said, uh, not anything, but close. Uh, and so, you know, the reputation was well-deserved uh, for, the, for the people that were calling me out on being fickle in my flirting, because uh, they, they, they weren't wrong. I, I've narrowed it somewhat. But I still am a fickle flirter because I'm single and I'm allowed, so there. Meh. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it was awkward at, at first. I, I certainly agree, um, especially since, again, like I mentioned not too long ago, I spent so many years, especially my elementary years, trying to not be seen by anybody but my teachers. Um, that uh, getting up on stage and intentionally wanting people to look at me, particularly since I was, you know, half naked from the waist down, wearing fishnets and heels, which is not my comfort zone. Um, that was that was a different experience. But uh, I kind of got used to the cat calls when Doctor Scott would raise his leg in the fishnets. Because that, that, that was what you did, regardless of who was playing Dr. Scott. So I, I learned it wasn't about me. But I did learn to enjoy getting cat balls. And so it was, it was a nice ego boost every night that we performed. I would occasionally have people come over and say, Hey, you, you, you love my nice legs. I'm like, all right. Can I put your hair? All right. And so it worked out okay. But 
I was, you know, 21 at the time, so got old. That's, that's interesting. I still have the pet me hair. A few people pet I sigh. I have the pet me beard. You do. Mm-hmm. Excuse me while I don't pet you. It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. I'm sure you two don't want to pet each other because yeah, sure. there's a lot of wanting Trill. I'm feeling. Uh, that's kind of our shtick. We act like a married couple because we've known each other for, what is it now, 17 years? 18? Maybe six. I can't count, so it's 19. Yeah. Trill, get off the table. Yeah, he was, he was one of the first people I met. Up. Was it, I swear it was 97. No, it might have been 97 when we met in person. That's true. The board, no. I guess I don't know when you started on 8088 because uh, I was on 8084. Fall, fall 96. So fall 96, we would have had cyber contact. Or <clears throat> I remember when 8088 was in Jeff's bedroom in his parents' basement in high school. So. Yeah, I didn't meet Jeff until my first real year of college, which was fall 96. Mm-hmm. So, yes, my social life is built on the fact that I can those two. Mm-hmm. Trail. He's trying to join in the podcast with me in a different way than usual. At least he's been quiet this time. Yeah. You know, you've gone and cursed it now, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Most animals do not like scotch, I've learned. Uh, let's see. Do they like scotch? They haven't run away from willing to smell it. Okay. I managed to break my dog drinking my beverages through scotch. That's pretty fun. He used to jump up when I first got him on the table and, like, try and drink out of wine glasses or beer glasses, whatever I was drinking. So one day I poured myself a glass. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was, like, Glenlivet 18. Um, That was what I was drinking a lot when I got him. And he came up with his little nose sniffing, being like, hey, I want some of that. No, I don't. So I stuck the glass right in his face. I'm like, here, have it. And he went straight in and started lapping it up. And then he just stopped and jumped (laughs) back and looked at the glass and looked at me like, you have poisoned me, woman. And then ran away. Somebody speaking, I'm not sure how well. I, I know cats can't metabolize alcohol. I don't know about dogs. Oh, no, they can't. That was why I wanted to break him into habit, because it was not good for him. Uh, for wine, doubly bad because uh, grapes and alcohol, right? Both bad. So my cat's never gone for alcohol, but she likes liked to go for my food. And then one day I had a very spicy Chinese food, and it was from uh, Genghis Grill, and they let you pick the level of spiciness, and that was probably the spiciest I'd ever gotten. It it was hot when it was cold. Yeah. And it was fantastic. But my cat went in and she went click, click, click and went, turn, look, what did you do to me? And just pulled it up. And... I, I have been fortunate. Uh, Xerxes has never really been much into people food. Um, he will occasionally come around. Actually, the thing that I have to worry about the most is, is the crackers. He'll occasionally jump up and he'll, he'll maybe give a cracker a lick or two. Yeah, he's all. And, that, and that's it. And that's, that, that's, that's the limit. Um, Trill has not really had opportunity much to get into people food because generally speaking since I've gotten him I eat my meal and then the dishes move because I, I hardly ever eat at the table I'm usually on the couch and so they immediately go to the kitchen and now I have a dishwasher and so they immediately go in the dishwasher and so he really doesn't have access because yours um, plumbed in or is yours one of the movable ones? it's plugged in I uh you had it plumbed in? yeah I, I, I gave up some uh, some shelving um but I, I put some uh other shelving on the wall opposite the garage to make up for it. And so all, all of my 
dishes moved out, everything that had been in the pantry below the, the sink level mm-hmm. was moved into the cabinet above, and I could put in the dishwasher. So, yeah. And now with my promotion, I'm thinking about buying a dishwasher. And with your space, you wouldn't be able to put it in the right. Well, it's, I have an apartment. Right. So, yeah, I would have to get a mobile one. No, I... Uh, so, the, listeners, if you have a... If you, if you know of a, a decent portable dishwasher or brand like I don't need a used one or anything like that but if you if you have one I'd be more than happy to to uh, find out what you use and like I, I will say that uh, even though I do have it installed I'm still not using my kitchen as much as I should I got so in the habit mm. for so long of hating to do the dishes so I was eating out every meal and my waistline still is kind of proof of that uh, we're working on that because my 20th high school reunion is coming up next year. And last time uh, I did the LA weight loss thing and got down nearly to the target weight I was shooting for before the, uh, the event happened. And I was dating Hal at the time. So I had someone who does, you know, photograph modeling on my arm mm-hmm. and I show up. And, and so I was, I was doing pretty good. So some of my friends were like, how much is the pain you need to be? Uh, and she was like, well, we're actually dating. But she got a headache halfway in, and so she ended up sleeping out on the on the bench outside of our event for, for much of the time. But uh, yeah, I, I got I made social points with my old classmates, and so I want to make sure that ten years later I don't slip. And so I have to, I have to put appearances back in. For those few of you that listen, because I know at least one of you does, you didn't hear that. Don't give me away. Mm-hmm. So, so back to our story, uh, Mona. Tell us a story before we start drinking our our scotch. I need a prompt. What's what's a prompt for a story? See, I was doing the, the fill because it's sitting here. I mean, yeah. I, I'm perfectly content to let her tell a story, but she also has some stories for two weeks from now. So that's true. That's maybe true. Maybe we shouldn't run her dry just yet. Indeed. So you have two weeks to think of a story. That's right. Yes. Fifteen days, technically. I have so many stories. All right. Well, now we shall be drinking the Glen Ness Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged twelve years. Also, Scotch on the cheap because that's what we're doing. Well, yeah, but I, I said that at the beginning of the episode. Right, but I'm reminding those people who have, you know, goldfish memories like you. That, that came in at the middle of the episode? Ooh, look, a castle. Shut up. That's right. Ooh, look, hey, a look, castle. Hey, look, there's caramel. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is a darker, much, 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 much darker. darker. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a not, island, so it's probably also triple distilled. Again, I haven't read the back. But, it, uh, it, it's, it's not, it's not the darkest we've had on the show, but it's... Definitely in the in the darkest quarter. Uh, it, there's plenty of color here. Oof. All right, what twitch to my nose? I had a bit of a nose twitch when I went in. I'm gonna have to reset here. It smells like burning. A little bit, yeah. Family. See, depending on the smells like what burning you get. What was that? That was something. Touch a ripe banana. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So that doesn't bode well for me. Caramel bananas. <laughs> I'm I'm not a banana fan. Seeing there's anything past the banana and the caramel, but that that really is pretty much the only two things I'm parsing out right now. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it is a cheap scotch. It, for those at home, you would you wouldn't notice this, but it did not have a cork. Yeah, it was a screw top. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and I and I think some of the people at home might have noticed it because you didn't screw it awfully loud. Huh. Now, that's not to say that that's a sure sign of terribleness, because as far as I recall, the drum of wish also was a screw top. And we didn't care for that for Scotch on the Cheap. 
We did or did not? We did. The Bush right. was the winner. Okay. I rated it a three seventy five. I think you gave it three and a half. I'd have to go back and look for sure, but that was that was the clear winner of the night. I know we hated the Lismore, and we liked the Drum Gush. Yeah, we hated the Lismore. Do not get the low end Lismore. Um, <clears throat> that was that's cleaning supplies. That is, I maybe just getting a touch of, of malt too in the nose, but mostly banana and caramel. So in we go. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Light sweetness. Well, what is that? rancid taste. Mm-hmm. I want to say, like, dead rat, but I I'm might be giving like, dead rats a bad name. I, I'm less familiar with that flavor. Hey, cats, you might know. Um, uh, no, the, the, the ripe banana turns into a, a rotten banana. That's for sure. Yeah, but fortunately uh, it is not that strong a flavor because I you know, have thus far since we started doing the show hmm. not spit anything out. Um, that, I thought about that's it for a moment, said. though. Just, there was a moment where I'm like, oh. No, I didn't say that. There was only one she that could speak here. Maybe a touch of old leather? Mm. Shoe polish. Yeah. There you go. That's what it is. If it could be rotten shoe polish, it would, <laughs> it would be, but I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a thing. Maybe nail polish remover. It does mm. smell a little bit like this. A little acetone. Yeah, there's... On the finish. It kind of sure. reminds me of acetone mixed with sandalwood. Mm. Just a little bit. Mm, yeah, there's some sandalwood in there. I would say it's actually in the nose, too. Yeah. That's what I was trying to parse out. So you need chat. Chat would be able to tell us for sure. Which chat? Done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Palette cleanse and water it up here. More than I intended, but that's probably going to be okay. I'm going light on the cheese and crackers tonight. I don't know what's wrong with me here. You're talking too much. Not I'm not giving sure. guest a chance to talk. I want to make sure you have to start for last time. I thought we covered this. Alright. So I've already gone through two stories. And I only have like four total. Okay. So you've got to be really careful. These are hot commodities. And she's talking. We, we haven't cut her off. Admittedly, we did do an awful lot of chattering before, before we started. Yeah. Which we really got to stop doing that. Because we've, we've lost a couple of really fun stories. Well, she showed up early. That was that was the problem. It's no, no, actually, no, I, no. I was coming no. from across town. I wasn't sure how long it would take me. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm just saying that, that you are going to rephrase that, sir. That is not in any way a problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It's just. It's, I don't think it's ever happened before. Um, no, we've had a couple of responsible guests. Um, <laughs> I want to say Bob and Dawn showed up with five minutes to spare, and the A one people were here. With plenty of time. Yeah, I, I came from Burnsville, so that's the only reason that I was. St. Paul. Now, now we, we, we've had plenty of guests that have shown up five, ten minutes after, but, you know, most of those guests, I have that expectation. Um, well, and usually parents not here at that. No, parent, parents usually here five, ten minutes late, too, but that that's traffic. He, he, there's not much you can do about that. I know, I know. Just say it. I'll, I'm I'll just make an effort to arrive late. In the future. I, two weeks. I, I, am, two weeks. I am making sure that you are not, you know, disparaging Perrin's name when he's not here to defend himself. See, because Perrin's a good guy. Slacker. You missed what, did I, what did I do the last time that he wasn't here? Oh, yeah, that's right. We drank his favorite scotch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We drank one of his favorite scotches. We've not done Spring Bank 21 because I'm not sure I want to. That's right. Now we're having a hard time finding it. Oh, I suppose I should nose this, huh? Yeah, um, yay caramel? Yeah. 
I like it a little bit better than I liked it originally. Yeah. But that's probably because the less pleasant flavor or the less pleasant smell is less strong. See, I'm so getting plenty of the banana. I'm getting the banana still. But I like banana. Uh, I guess this is fair. My bias is not necessarily shared. It is not. You can, you, 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 can, you can have your phallic food and I will answer uh, some other fruit. It's great for smoothies. Uh, no, see, the, it's the flavor. And so even in smoothies, it's that's one of those flavors that even a little bit goes a long way. And it, is, it is instrumental in my strawberry food. banana mold. Well, in anything called strawberry banana, I imagine banana would be instrumental. That's right. It must happen. Yeah. I'm familiar with this concept of one flavor tainting the entire dish. Yeah, my, 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 I, I have the problem not only with banana, but with dill. I think I've spoken on how dill is the devil before. Uh, it does not fortunately come up in scotch tasting because it, it rarely does, but if we ever expand the shows and do vodkas, I will have to be careful because I have seen um, some dill and some horseradish uh, vodkas, vodka infusions, and no bueno. They will yeah, have no I... Horseradish is. I imagine they're great for Bloody Marys. Is the, the way I is that. Oh yeah, that's what you use them for, Bloody Marys. I do not. I do not horseradish. And then which also means I do not wasabi. Also, also yeah. a Bloody Mary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the flavor that I have never really liked is not a very popular uh, point of view to have, and that's because I don't really like bacon. That's, and that's a flavor that if you add it to something, once it's been on there, you cannot mm-hmm. take it out. It pervades. The entire which for it's those like, of us it's who, like banana, but you know people look at me and then they're like, how can you not like bacon? Well, for, for for those of us who enjoy bacon, that is one of the bonuses of bacon, is it does not take a lot, and the flavor is there. Yes, um, yes. It, I I have accepted that you know it is okay not to like things. I just say more for people that love it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That's right. Um, I will I will take your bacon. You can have my banana. We we have worked this out. And I and I work for on the weekends for a place that has some of the best bacon in the cities. So I know where to find good bacon and how to I sometimes give people bacon. Dave has awesome a, bacon. Dave, Dave has a look and an eyebrow raise that says, yeah, why didn't you bring bacon? I'll, I'll bring you some bacon sometime. Do you I, want to try some Hungarian pepper bacon? Yes. It's made with Hungarian paprika, garlic, salt, and red pepper rubbed, or no, black pepper rubbed across the loin before it's, or not the loin, the belly. Yes. Look I, at that. My my animal geography is all anatomy. The, the, the answer is yes. <laughs> anyway, no. You've only had two. It's one really and a half. What's wrong? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, no, no. So I there's a farmers marketplace that I work for called Bar Five, and they have they've won awards for their pepper bacon. Um, they were a couple of weeks ago um, at Target Field. They had the beer and bacon classic, and they were one of the bacon people that was invited in to showcase their bacon. Wow, that, I'm actually hungry. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I've tasted it. I know it's good bacon. It's just not my flavor of choice. We will skip the bacon vodka as well because that is trash. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that Most was, of the alcohol funny. that they throw bacon into is total crap. I want to make bacon vodka. I've got a recipe. Now, somewhere. I did have a, a, a maple bacon. No, I totally can do it. I've seen the recipe. It's really easy. Oh, I, I no, I mean, it, it probably would turn out better than some of the stuff you yeah, can yeah. buy. Yeah. I don't do vodka though, so that's why I haven't done it. So. No, I, I, I had a, a maple bacon whiskey that was quite good. Hmm. Hmm. And and I can't imagine why you Is would. Is anybody getting anything out of out of this? Virtually nothing. 
No, the nose. I mean, it, it's it's a weaker version of, of, of the caramel and, and, mm -hmm. and the banana. And and I can't imagine why you'd hate vodka when you had to deal with the rose vodka for so long. No, no, no. Rose I, vodka. I, I had a bad experience once, mm -hmm. and and so I swore off vodka because of a bad experience. So Russian judge not allowed none like vodka. There's probably some gins that you could do that with. As long as they're younger, gin. younger gins yeah. that don't have to. Neither of us are gin people. Have you? Now I do drink vodka again. If you drink vodka, I think you could drink some gins and not object. Now I'm yeah. not saying that you. I'm directing this to to the uh, the the pedible hair one. No. <laughs> pedible hair versus pedible beard. You're running out of hair, boy. Uh, you, you, you're moving it from the top of your head to your, uh, yes, my hairline's receding too. <laughs> no, I always used to think that gin always tasted like Christmas trees, but there are a couple of gins that have been way more like vodkas than they've been. No, I, I have a, a friend, uh, someone we were speaking of earlier, Lauren, who I eventually will get on the show, even though she's not necessarily a Scotch person. I'm, I'm going to drag her kicking and screaming because we don't see enough of each other, and this will be an excuse, um, that uh, she's a gin person. She loves her gin. Um, and she has gotten different gins, and she's she's had me try a bunch of things. So I've had the mm -hmm. Deep Eater, I've had the Tanker, I've had the Sapphire, I've had the, the Hendrix, which she thought might be something that I could tolerate. Oh, see, those are all and, similar styles. There's one called Boomsma, which is a sweet gin of air, which I have always really liked. It's very unlike other gins. The other one that people have been throwing at me lately is the um, the Botanist, because it's, it's, it's an Elate gin, which yeah. fascinates me because it's I like Elate Scotch. Um, but I, I don't know if that's going to be enough to draw it away since, uh, and gin has never been my bag. Gin and brandy are the two liquors that I do not touch. And brandy, for the most part, I mean, there's, there's some brandies and I can do mixed drinks with it. It's fine. But straight brandy tends to be the thing that makes my stomach go blarg. I don't see the point in and straight I don't know why. brandy. So, which is, oh, which is why I've stayed away from cognac for the most part, because I know it's half brandy. And so... Well, I like some cognacs, but I particularly... The, the, the cognac isn't cognac just brandy from the cognac region of France? That's correct. Yeah, it is a type of brandy. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it, kind it, of like champagne okay. as far as sparkling. Yeah, so someone will have the impression that it's scotch is something. When scotch is right. single malt whiskey it's from Scotland. Exactly. Okay. Yes, you've got it. Right. So same it's way not that, half, it just, it's it, a type. It, it, it same is. way that tequila is not tequila. It tends tequila. to be much better than just like generic brandy, though. They put a lot more care into making uh, the not cognac right. variations. Because mm. the French give a shit. Exactly. About alcohol. I don't know about much Which more is why I'm looking forward alcohol. to trying the French single malt the next time we do an international month. So we'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to do that soon. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe next month, even. Mm -hmm. I don't mind this as much with water in it. I suppose I should taste it. Oh, oh well, done. Yeah, but you're in charge of pacing. That's true. And as That's you true. pointed out, I'm generally in charge of talking because I don't like that at silence. Fuck you, Dave. You can do the reading now. Glenness Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Glenness has been matured for more than 12 years in select oak casks to impart juicy flavors of rounded sweetness with spicy overtones, culminating in an enduring and rich finish. Bullshit! Cork Dorkery! Um, that is definitely Cork Dorkery. It's very vague. There is a sweetness. I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. Sure. And I'll even I'll even give it a touch of spice, which I'm getting a lot more with the water um, than before, um, and and solely in the finish. I'm not getting anything on the palate for the spice, but yeah, that's vague to the point of meaninglessness. 
And, uh, yeah, we've had worse. We have certainly had worse. I don't, I don't know. There, this least, was better than the Lismore. At least with the stuff that's, like, really bad, like, they they really embellish everything. You know, and I get, like, a box full, like, three sides of the history and whatever of the fucking hill that they're on and the creek. And, you know, it's... Like, the, the, the really bad ones will tell you a tale, like, much like Tolkien does, where they'll give you five pages on a door that you walk through once. You're trying to push my buttons now, so aren't you? So are you upset that this isn't good, or that you didn't have enough to read after you were done reading Little it? column A, little column B. This episode has been very short on my reading. Uh, I'm getting some fruitcake in the end. On the palate of the water. Very distinctly, it's fruitcake. Like Christmas cake fruitcake. But it's not necessarily anything in its favor, I'm just saying that... Yeah. That's what I'm getting at the end that, that was certainly not on there. Like, that is the distinct flavor I'm getting the palate, which I would not have anticipated. We've gotten that out of the Dalmore a couple of times. But, and honestly, if I was going to throw this in, the, in comparatively to a more well-known Scotch, Dalmore is certainly what I would compare this to. Certainly not favorably, because I like Dalmore. But wet, that, that, that tail shot actually was not bad. I think I had to wait for it to build on my palate and not cleanse enough, and, and then it was it was kind of getting good. It's still certainly better than the Lismore. Yeah, you, you, you have to give it that. The Lismore was horrible. I think you might have even give, given the Lismore an under two. Sure. He, he really does, like, plan nine level bad in his scotch, if he's going to, like, mock a scotch. But yeah, this, this I'll, I will admit, is not excitingly bad. It's just not stellar. I... We'll have to agree it's not as good as even the low score that you gave the Akintoshin. I think I'm going to give it a two six. Mona? You know, I think I'd incline to rate it higher because we had the water version second. But when I think back to the first time we went around. Hmm. You can rate it based off of what you enjoyed the most. Oh, no, no. I don't intend to. That's giving this too much credit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this really wasn't my... Cup of tea. Oh wait, because it was scotch. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it a 2.25. Yeah, I I don't know. It wasn't wasn't good, but it wasn't yeah, okay, it wasn't bad. I'm gonna go up to 2.25. Did she just warn just you? Just think back to the dead rat. Of course I did not warn her. Oh, because warn me about what that's that's, oh. that's part of the shtick. So at, at the point. at the end of the episode we close with a toast. And typically, we ask our guests to give a toast. Usually at about this point in the episode, actually. Oh. So, if you have a toast that you would like to give, or have given, or, or it is want, enjoyable to give. Or if you just want to toast just think to something of in general, because that, that's perfectly acceptable. Like, yeah, it doesn't have, have to be a Scotch-related toast, or even a Scottish or Celtic-related toast, or anything in that region. See, the only toasts I ever hear are the ones that Foxy Tan says when she's, uh, are you familiar with Foxy Tan? She's a, um, a burlesque performer who emcees a lot of shows in the cities. And she, she likes tasty adult beverages, and she likes to encourage people to drink tasty adult beverages. So well, often when... Seal one of hers. Oh, now I have to think, uh, what's, what's my favorite one? You should put something in your, in your glass, because it is bad luck to toast with an empty glass. Well, yeah, water counts. Yes. I mean, don't tell the audience that, but water counts. Well, well I'm not going to re-drink anything that we just had tonight. The Akintoshin was not that bad. 
No, it was not. It wasn't that good either. You're why we can't have nice things. You know that's right. That is so not true. Totally true. I'm not going to remember one of these right now, so I'm just going to have to toast to better scotch than we have drank now in the future, and uh, to cleansing of palates. To two weeks. To two weeks. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Cedius here. We're realizing we forgot to tell you about the events that are coming up in the next little while here in October. So here's a quick rundown. The Minneapolis Burlesque Festival will be continuing to run October 2nd and 3rd. Mona will be performing in at least one of those shows. You should go check that out. Uh, Find more details online. At Fearless Comedy Productions, we have several events coming up, uh, starting with Fully Believable on October 2nd at the Phoenix Theater, Big Fun Radio Fun Time, October 10th at the Bryant Lake Bowl, Fearless Lab, October 13th, and Double Blind Improv, October 15th at Honey, and then the second Epic Lip Sync Challenge will be running on October 17th, again, I believe, at the Phoenix. Go to fearlesscomedyproductions.com to get more details on those. Thanks, everyone.